On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Edgerton 32K Podcast. This is episode 37, and I'm going to talk about something a little bit different today. I'm going to talk about my uh, track day experience over at Buttonwillow Raceway. Um, it was extremely fun. Uh, I went with my two younger brothers and a couple of their friends, and uh, it was my first time actually on that track. And uh, after the first, I think, couple laps, I kind of got used to it, and, and it was just super fun. A lot of A lot of... Um, high-speed corners, uh, a lot of like wide-open throttle. I could floor the car. Um, I could take hard corners. I can basically learn more about my car. Um, but I'm gonna talk about more about that later on the podcast. Um, I'm just gonna break down, you know, uh, my car setup, uh, my thoughts, kind of like the things I wanted to do better, the things I could have improved on, and just overall like my experiences. Um, the do's and don'ts uh, day before and after the track and maybe even during the track. Um, so yeah, let's talk about a couple of those things. Um, uh, I guess first first and foremost, I just want to go over you know the recap of the day. Um, I, I had went last year to Buttonwillow with uh, my brothers and they had raced on that track. So uh, at first, I kind of didn't want to like take my car out there because it was just really new and I had just finished... Um, I had a project and I had kind of like a vision of what I wanted my car to be and I had just finished that and it was just like really nice, complete, uh, fresh out of paint and it was really clean so I'm like, you know, I don't want to get any rock chips, I don't want to get dinged. Um, so it was like just a weekend driver, I, I washed it, I waxed it, I kept it in the garage. But over time, you know, like I drove it here and there and even though I, I didn't drive it that much, I still got a rock chip here, a rock chip there so I'm like thinking to myself, you know, like we're all getting older and cars are definitely nice to have, but you know, what is the point of having a nice car if you don't really drive it? And people might argue it's a collector's car. Oh, it's it's my uh, garage queen or whatever. But, you know, I think uh, cars were built to be driven, right? Even the Ferrari F40 was like one of the most super rare, expensive cars in the world. Like um, I've seen those driven on the track. So um, just kind of a, a thought, you know, food for thought to keep in mind. Um, but fast forward to this year, uh, it was kind of last minute. I didn't really decide to go to the track until I think like a week before. And I didn't have that much time to prep the car because, uh, I wasn't even in Los Angeles. I wasn't even home and the car was at home. So, um, long story short, I bought all the parts, the fluids to change. Um, and, uh, basically I just changed the oil, checked tire pressure, checked all the fluids, topped everything off, tightened some hoses and, uh, I was good to go because you know the tire, the tire, tires were good. Um, didn't have too much wear and tear on them. Um, so we got uh, to Button Willow around I think it was like seven or seven late seven thirty ish p.m. the day before the track because you want to get there before the track because you don't want to wake up early and drive there because you're you're going to be tired. You're going to rush in the morning. There's traffic and you kind of want to have 
enough energy, enough rest the day before so you can focus at the track. Because um, when you're driving 20-minute sessions, it might seem like it's nothing, but you're like constantly full focus, 100% um, on the road, and, and you're, all your senses are like maxed out. So you get tired really easily, which I kind of felt towards the end of like the third or fourth session. I can't remember which one it was, but I kind of faded out. And a couple of turns, the road was kind of blurry, and I, I didn't take a lot of good turns, and I... I I uh, was kind of like, okay, I should probably get off the track soon. So um, just kind of keep in mind that you want to get a lot of rest before then. Um, Button Willow is a very high-speed track. Um, I think I watched a couple of YouTube videos on the track before I went out there. Um, I mean, watching videos and driving on the track are two different things. Uh, you can watch all you want, but it won't do you any justice until you go out there and drive and get the experience because... People that are really good, that know what they're doing, make it look really easy. And when people make it look easy, you're going to think like, damn, you know, I could do the same thing. You know, it doesn't look that hard. But, you know, you kind of kind of keep yourself in check and not get too cocky because uh, the track is going to humble you. And if you push yourself beyond your limits, you're going to hit something or spin out or maybe cause an accident. So you kind of want to pace yourself and, and keep yourself in check. Um, another point I want to bring up was you want to set up your car ahead of time like check the brakes change the tires do all the maintenance do the fluids um like my brother has an s2000 and he i guess asked me to help him change his brakes it was kind of last minute um i mean people's schedules are busy people are like you know they don't have a lot of time to put in but i think if you're gonna gonna commit to something you know you might you're gonna want to carry it and see it all the way through so i think going forward um the next year if i go again to the track probably like a week or two in advance, maybe prep the car, do the maintenance, because you're going to need time for the parts to break in. You're going to need time for, um, you know, once you install new parts, you're going to want to test drive it and see if um, the car is compatible with the parts. And if you did anything wrong or something, you can kind of have enough time to, to readjust and change, right? And when you're rushing to do things last minute, mistakes are, are bound to be happening, you know, like unless you like are professional and you do this in your sleep, like when you're kind of like rushing last minute, like it's easier to make mistakes and nobody wants to do things rush, right? So I think uh, a lesson learned is that, you know, maybe prep the car earlier before the track, not the night before or the day before. So something to keep in mind. And um, some of the do's and don'ts during and after track day, um, definitely uh, some of the things that I would do is like probably get enough sleep before the track. Uh, we stayed in a hotel right by the track. So, by the time we woke up, I think we, it was funny because I couldn't really sleep that well at night because, you know, sleeping in a different place, uh, my brothers were snoring and uh, I, we woke up around like, I think five or 5.30 a.m. And then we just left the part or left the uh, hotel around like 6.15ish and we got breakfast and then we got gas and then we left for the track, um, I think at 7 a.m. And then we got there before uh, the big meeting started at 8 a.m. So we got our pit, we got our, we got our, an area where we wanted to be. And, uh, yeah, we just, we just kicked it and relaxed. Cause, um, imagine waking up, uh, and you're leaving three hours away from the track and you, the track starts at eight o'clock. You have to have a, I mean, the track opens at eight, but you have to be there for a mandatory meeting at eight or before eight. So you got to get up at like four thirty. you could drive there. You're super tired. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely a, not a morning person. So Waking up hard for me is like really hard. Like waking up early is super difficult. So, and I don't drink coffee, so I just drink tea. Um, so just kind of like the little things here and there, little adjustments to help you have better sleep and keep you more focused 
um, throughout the track day. Um, after the track, this is a big thing because after the track, I didn't feel as tired, but towards the end of the day, I kind of felt worn out, and I was really tired driving back from the track. I had to drive about two and a half hours back to Los Angeles, and um, there was some ice on the road. There was it was raining a little bit and a lot of traffic. And at one point, I was kind of like dozing off, so I had to like call some of my friends or like uh, turn on some music, do something to keep myself awake, you know, because if not, I'm gonna fall asleep and crash. So um, give yourself a lot of time after the track to like uh, relax and maybe take a nap before you drive back. Because I try to take a nap before one of the sessions, but you can't because you're exhausted, like driving by like super loud and. Even though I brought earplugs, that only blocked out like some of the noise because some of the cars there are like super loud and uh, a lot of cars are, are like running like test pipes or like, you know, um, just like a straight pipe from the, the converter or they, they don't even have a converter. It's a straight pipe from the header all the way back and it's like super loud. So try to get some rest. If you can, maybe like drink some coffee or like, you know, just do anything to stay awake. But some of the key points that we talked over, you know, basically work in your car earlier, get the car ready to go before the track. Don't wait till last minute. Get plenty of rest the day before. Stay hydrated. Um, buy a lot of water because I think I didn't bring enough water to the track and I was kind of thirsty throughout the day. Um, you could buy stuff there, but, you know, why not bring your own stuff? It's cheaper, right? Um, one of the important things was after you do a few hot laps, like you pull your car into the pit stop, don't pull an e-brake because your rotors are really hot, right? Like, and most cars, e-brakes are in the back. So when you engage your e-brake, it's going to lock up and stick to the rotor because the rotor is like super hot, right? So you're going to be careful not to do that. Um, take a lot of photos and videos. Uh, I have a lot of footage and some pictures that I uploaded on my YouTube channel. I created a video of like myself driving. I wish I could have uh, recorded my brother's driving because, you know, um, they probably had a couple of good laps and they're more, they have more experience than I do on that particular track. So, um, take a lot of video, videos and video, uh, photos and videos so you have memories of, of your driving. And also you can study yourself as you're driving and you can watch and learn each turns. Cause I noticed when I watch myself again, after I got home, like a couple of turns, I, I could have like went into second gear here or like I, I should have kept my foot on the throttle instead of taking it off too early so little things like that you can learn so if i go on that track again i know exactly which turns i can step on and which turns i can i can take off the throttle or like which turns i can break or um, i can know certain lines i definitely could have driven a little bit more aggressive but i didn't want to push it too much being my first time on that track so um it was just like a, like a learning experience but then later on when i go there more and more you you i'm definitely going to get better i think um this is a, a, a second, this is a point that I wanted to, I guess, it's more for like my, my third brother. I think he's the fastest um, person in our group. You know, he drives a Mini Cooper, number 53, if you watch it in the YouTube video. Um, I think he should have went up to intermediate group. I think maybe intermediate uh, mid-level, not the intermediate uh, like beginner level. So I think definitely he was slowed down. And a lot of people on the beginner level were really slow even though they had really, really fast cars, but they were kind of slow. So um, keep in mind that you can kind of pick your class and, and get in the right group. So next time, I think I might just do beginner again just so I can get myself more comfortable. But the third time out there, I think I'll, I'll do intermediate. Um, and the last but not least is just have fun, you know. Uh, we're all out there just competing with ourselves. We're not trying to, like, win trophies or take home any big prizes. Although if you do get to, like, pro level, then, you know, you're going to want to compete more and more and more. But uh, for the time being, I think... Uh, just go out there and have fun, enjoy the car, learn more about the car, learn more about the car's limits and just um, try to be better than your previous time and try to be better than your last lap. 
and basically be better um, each time and you're cut down on your times um, overall it was a good experience I would definitely do it again um, definitely upgrade my brakes because I think I experienced a lot of brake fade and even when I was driving home my brakes were really weak because the rotors were too hot um, but I think now that the car cooled down I think the brakes should bite again but overall I think a big brake kit would definitely help but I'm not going to be like hardcore to track it's one of those things where you go once at most twice a year because it's a beating on the car. You're going to need new brakes, new tires, fluids, and, you know, get rock chips. So you're going to want to fix your paint or maybe paint correction. But overall, I definitely encourage you guys to go out there and drive your cars and get to, to know what the car is like driving on an on a open track. Because it's definitely a new experience compared to driving in the streets and the freeways. And basically, you're going to get a lot more um, out of the car. And you're going to have a lot of fun and relieve some stress at the same time. So... Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Not too long, but want to give you guys some feedback. Please do check out my video, though. So if you go to YouTube and type in 1990 Nissan 240SX Button Willow, um, that's B-U-T-T-O-N-W-I-L-L-O-W, Button Willow Raceway, you'll see uh, my video. My YouTube channel is called Edgerton 30 k Media. So if you check it out on there, you can watch the video and just let me know what you guys think. Car people, non-car people, do check it out. In the future, if I do head out there again, maybe one of you guys can come with me and tag along, <laughs> wear a helmet, just try not to throw up, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, hope you guys like this podcast and uh, let me know what you guys think, right? And uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. It's the 31st here in uh, the U.S. It's a couple more hours ago before the New Year, so I hope you guys have a lot of fun and celebrate with your families and, um, you know, carry that momentum into 2020 and it's going to be a great year. I, I can feel it. A big year of change, big year of progress, and a lot of big things happening. Um, so we'll do another podcast on the New Year's resolutions. So until then, have a great day, guys, and I'll talk to you guys all soon, all right? Thanks. Bye.